The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Ah, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, sports pundit, raconteur, the booker and exec producer, and wind beneath Dan Patrick's wings, Todd Fritz. But first, let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real Biggest names, biggest teams, biggest moments happening all month long in October. Major League Baseball, NFL, college football, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and the exclusive partner of the Podcast One Sportsnet. Use promo code PODCAST1 to receive 50% sign-up bonus. Betonline.ag. Then, of course, download Pluto TV to all your favorite devices. And, of course, visit TrueCar for all your new and use car buying needs. And as always, before we get to the one and only Todd Fritz, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Gorgonzona, the cheese made from cactus milk. NFL! Giants get gored like a fat drunk at Pamplona. Eli Manning, less job security than Rod Rosenstein. The Rams sneak by Denver like a real cat sneaking past your Halloween cat. Dallas rolls Jacksonville faster than Snoop Dogg whipping up a blunt. Jags offense is confusing as a Melania Trump coat slogan. The Dolphins, like a chubby German in a hot tub, they just keep coming at you. Tennessee scored less than the Domino Maze Building Club at MIT. Cleveland fans plummet the foot and a half back to earth. Pats beat the Chiefs in a game so long, Tom Brady lost two-tenths of a second on his 40 time. And Rob Gronkowski wore an arm cast he clearly got for free on the dark web. That pro wrap-up brought to you by Motorboats, the restaurant that's just a little more fun than Hooters. College football, such a bloodbath in the top ten. Even Quentin Tarantino said, please, turn it off. Notre Dame powers past Pitt by almost six full points to take its rightful place in the top four. Michigan wore down Wisconsin like a divorce attorney working on commission. Nebraska led by 10, choked. No one in the crowd knew the Heimlich Northwestern wins. Oregon wins wearing a shade of green that exists only in RuPaul's mind. Florida rallies to beat Vanderbilt when Vandy realizes they're leading Florida. Welcome to this week's Write Your Own Joke. Bowling Green fired coach Mike Jinx. Have at it. That college wrap-up brought to you by Kaleidoscope Eye Drops. Don't just get the red out, Todd. Enter a magical world. America's pastime. No, not blasting Oxycontin with a Starbucks triple shot. Baseball. National League. Brewers and Dodgers battling it out to see which will have the honor of eventually getting gut shot by Houston or Boston. Television coverage still popping around between several networks. AL Game 4 will be on BBC One, and the NL Game 4 will be live-streamed on Boingo. 
That update sponsored by Sugary Drinks. Don't just hydrate, carbohydrate. Oh, brother. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1964. <clears throat> the place, Tokyo. Soviet rower Vyacheslav Ivanov wins his third Olympic men's gold medal in skulls. Ivanov immediately wrote to Tahiti and has not been heard from since. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Sparka, the only Parka with its own small fire. Get out of the darka with Sparka. <laughs> now, oh, brother, we'll edit that out. It's talk time. Now it's talk time. My guest today, the major cog in the Dan Patrick juggernaut, key member of the Danettes, executive producer of the Dan Patrick Show, Todd Fritz. Todd, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. What's going on, bud? Thanks for having me on, Chet. Hey, my pleasure. Now, let me, listen. Let me, just, let, me just, let me just tell you right from the get-go, I was just listening to your sportscast, and I admire your energy and your passion, and that, uh, that, was, a, that was quite a fun, entertaining listen. So thank you for that from the get-go. My pleasure. I need a phlegm loosener, but other than that, <laughs> I think things are going swimmingly. NYU grad the Fighting Violets, and yet the mascot, a bobcat. Clarify, Todd. How does that work? <laughs> That is very confusing. When I first uh, walked into the bookstore, I was all excited that I got into NYU and studied journalism and mass communications, and I got this NYU sweatshirt, and I had the bobcat on it, and obviously we're not very uh, frightening with the nickname being the, uh, the violets, and then there's a torch. It's just very confusing. On You've know, you got flags that have a torch, and you've got the NYU, and you've got the bobcat with the violets. So I don't know what we are. I just know that uh, I saw I didn't go there to go to the, uh, for a big-time football program and do a whole bunch of tailgating. That wasn't the case in the, uh, in the village in New York City. Yeah, some sort of sardonic film school student should probably be the mascot. <laughs> Pretty much. Now listen, what led to the sordid underbelly of journalism we know as sports broadcasting? How did you get associated with that? I was a junior at NYU, and I went for an interview for an internship at the WFAN, which I'm sure you're familiar with, the first all-sports uh, radio station that's got us all uh, going. Now there's like hundreds of them, as, as you are well aware. Yes, the they failed to hire me uh, three times. That's very weak. That's very weak of them. If it was up to me, I would have got you right there. But that's where it all started as an intern. I, you know, and then I was cutting tape as a, you know, editing tape all hours of the night, working on the IMUS in the morning program, and with all those guys, Francesa and Russo and Steve Levy and Susan Waldman, Ed Coleman, Dave Sims, the whole gang was there, and uh, one thing led to another, and then I started uh, producing a few shows, and from there I, I moved to uh, L.A. for a sports radio job in L.A., and, uh, and then I got involved with ESPN up close with Roy Firestone, which then became up close with Chris Myers, which became up close with Gary Miller, which then talked to with Jim Rome on ESPN2. Uh, so all that stuff, and then back to Bristol, back east to uh, work on SportsCenter, and then eventually uh, the Dan Patrick Show. Man alive! You know every single little lily pad in your career. <laughs> That's amazing. I've forgotten many, many, many of my stops. But you did mention L.A. You worked at Rams games, and yet you're okay. a Broncos fan is this part of some elitist philosophy program at NYU? How'd you get there? That was, a, that was an exciting opportunity when I was out at a station called KMPC on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. KMPC, was, Los Angeles! Something like go. that. Yeah, that's it. Was, it. It, was, it, was, it was 710 KMPC, and I had never been on, a, on an airplane before, and I moved from uh, 
from Brooklyn, New York to, uh, to L.A., and I worked with Jim Lampley. We, we had the Rams, Angels, Clippers, UCLA, and it was a 50,000-watt radio station, which I helped uh, start with uh, a gentleman named Len Weiner, who was one of the big shots at WFAN. He took me out to L.A., and, and then there was an opportunity to produce some Rams road games. And, you know, I still have a, have a special place for the Rams, not when they were beaten up on my Broncos uh, on Sunday, but... You know that was that was, I'll never you know forget working with uh, Bob Starr and Jack Snow in the broadcast booth, learning how to uh, produce an actual live football game on the radio, and flying with the team and staying at their hotel and Jim Everett and Jerome Bettis and Chuck Knox. That was a uh, quite a cool experience to be part of it. Let me tell you something. Apparently, Danny Patrick does not let you talk much. I'm appreciating <laughs> it now. Listen to me. Still, Broncos. Just it's like you pulled it out of your ass. You're born in the in yeah. uh, Brooklyn, for God's sake. It was it was it was very bizarre. Um, and especially. Actually, I started rooting for them in 1977, a little bit of a front-runner, because, as we all know, Orange Crush, Doomsday Defense, Super Bowl twelve, January fifteenth, 1978, New Orleans. We lost 27-10, but that's besides the point. I fell in love with their uniforms and the whole Orange Crush thing, and yeah. the D with the force with the smoke coming out of the nose. P- Punchline for, uh, for about a decade and a half, because they lost yeah. four, four, four Super Bowls. And then, they boom! Did very poorly. Knocked off Brett Favre in the pack. And then they followed up with a uh, with a back-to-back Super Bowl win against the uh, Falcons, and Elway was able to ride off into the sunset uh, and win two in a row after some of those horrendous uh, Giants, Red, Redskins, 49ers. There was just some uh, ugly Super Bowl losses in the middle of all that. That touching anecdote brought to you by the Marianas Trench Coat, featuring the deepest pockets in the business. Now listen to me, Danny Patrick. Uh, like Bill Belichick recognizes greatness in a tattered wreck of a human being that was Tat Fritz. Pulled you off the scrap heap over at ESPN, sure drove through Bristol, found you laying there just in a box ready to rob a bank with a sprinkler head, and suddenly, boom, you're like a guy now. You got 100,000 followers, and uh, you're a key cog in the team over at Danny Patrick. Uh, what was your first experience with Dan? Uh, I always, obviously, as we all know him from Sports Center with Keith Olbermann and everything, I always held him in extremely high regard. I was, you know, kind of working with him uh, when I was in L.A. working on Up Close, and I was booking guests on that show. Sometimes we would share some of our Up Close guests and get them to call in from the green room either before or after our interview and get them on Dan's show. And then uh, when the opportunity came up while I was working on ESPN news programs and, and uh, some Sports Center interviews and that they said that, you know, they were making some changes with the staff of the Dan Patrick show, and I always loved radio and I still wanted to be part of TV and it ended up working out really nicely to be part of Dan's show since the beginning of June of 2002 is when I started with, uh, with the Dan Patrick Show and now that we're on TV and the audience network on DirecTV and NBC Sports Network and over 300 stations. Now he's got he's a, such a big shot. He also has his own Sirius XM Dan Patrick Show channel and it's just a it's been it's been a lot. It's been a great ride, and it's been a great uh, 16 years. It was difficult to leave ESPN, but uh, I knew ES, uh, Dan was going to be a big success and do things uh, even uh, even greater away from the four uh, the four magical letters of the worldwide leader in sports that we like to call the mothership on the show. And uh, no regrets. It's uh, we've experienced a lot of fun stuff together, and uh, hopefully that ride will continue. You are a volcano of facts. It's unbelievable. I was actually able to reset my iPhone. During that anecdote, that was impressive. Now, listen, explain to me, Todd, a typical day on the Dan Patrick Show, because, quite frankly, I'm here alone. I have a producer, Gary. Uh, He's in a booth. He rarely looks at me, and I'd like (laughs) some help. So how does a day work? What time do you get in? Okay, I'll start with the beginning. I'll get up. I live about an hour away. I'll get up about 530 in the morning. I like to get in the car a little after 6. Remember, I've only got a half hour. 
<laughs> I, like so when you idea. say start from the beginning, I don't want you yeah, to go sure back to that whole KMPC thing. You'll no, kill that's, me. That's, that's, that's too much. That's too much. We'll, we'll <laughs> tighten it up a little bit. Tighten um, it up. I, I like to get it. I like to get in around seven, seven fifteen. That gives me time to, uh, you know, and all of us time to go through the websites and think of uh, any other last minute guests that we want to add, uh, any prep that we you know for interviews. Just just making sure we're up to date on everything that's going on. We know what you know ideas for a poll question. Maybe I'll write some fun mock headlines. There's plenty that can be done. And I just don't like to feel rushed. I feel an hour and a half, two hours is a solid amount of time before we go live at 9 Eastern to have everything in place, as I'm sure the other guys, uh, Paulie and Seton and McLovin, all feel the same way to uh, make sure we're more than ready by the time we're, uh, we're live. What's it like fitting into that team? Did you guys have an adjustment period? Is it like a roster? And if so, what kind of roster? 72 Oakland A's? Or was it more like a, a love fest like, uh, say, the Boston Red Sox of right now? I, I would yeah I, I kind of look at the Red Sox you know the uh, you know the lovable that the, the group of idiots that uh, you know Millar and uh, Varitek and that group yeah, and, you know, yeah. We, all, we all have our different personalities I, I find everybody everybody's very funny and creative from day one we all got along there hasn't really been any infighting or issues we all want, you know kind of mesh together and I think we all respect each other's abilities and you know what we do particularly well. Uh, whether it's something more on the technical side or more on the content side or the guest booking side or whatever the case may be, but but you know among McLovin myself and the guys in the front row there with uh, with Paul and Seaton, I think we all complement each other well. It's, we don't we're not playing a character, we're not pre-writing jokes or anything like that. The only thing that's pre-arranged is a general rundown as to you know what topics we want to get to and what guests uh, have been booked as far as what times they're coming on. Other than that, you know a lot of times we don't know what direction we're going to go in and we'll follow Dan's lead. You know that's the party line you'd give to Michelle Tafoya. Who drives you nuts? <laughs> McLovin, Paulie, or Seton? Who drives uh, you the craziest? Uh, Paulie, because he pointed out yeah. how to push my buttons. Uh, we all uh, we all have fun with each other. It's never malicious, but uh, we all have been working together so long that we know how to uh, you know rile each other up a little bit. He tends to tease a little uh, a little more than the other guys, but uh, ultimately, you know, as long as the uh, you know we have a great show and we have the right guests on and and Dan's happy and we're all happy and and the noon Eastern hits and we feel like we really covered everything in a creative, entertaining way. And I don't actually wring Paulie's neck and I can kind of bite yeah. my tongue and just kind of let things go that uh it's all it's all good so you emulate the uh, eight by ten on your desk of bud grant stoic <laughs> able to smash down all his emotions until they explode like a volcano probably on his wife at about midnight that analysis brought to you by show bloats the gassy gal strip club now listen to me dan and i our paths crossed in Atlanta way back when I was doing the National Leg Wrestling League and Dan was just a kid with a dream in radio in Atlanta. Sure. He flew by me faster than Ayrton Senna with a full bladder. Kid's got talent. I still call him a kid. He's very talented. He's very passionate. He's a perfectionist. He'll, you know, he'll, he'll have, he can ask the greatest questions ever, and if there's one thing he forgot to ask or that he didn't word the right way or, or something he left out that he meant to ask, that will just drive him crazy. And I, I respect that, uh, you know, that approach. And he's a, you know, he's a great interviewer, arguably the best in the business at that, which motivates me to make sure we get the big-name and topical guests on so he can do his thing. But uh, he, he doesn't waste any time you know, with high fives or how great something was. He just wants to keep making it better, and uh, that's what uh, drives him to be the best. And you know, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad I work alone. Him to help try to make that happen. 
Yeah, listen to me, man. The, the guy put together an absolute uh, sugar cookie of attempt. I mean, my goodness, it uh, looks like every 13-year-old kid's dream job, leather chairs, pop a shot, can look and go, hey, see, Mom, I didn't need a college degree. Look at me. <laughs> I mean, how, how, does, how does that happen? How come I'm sitting in a mop closet behind a 7 and 11 and you guys are sitting in uh, paradise over there? Now, whose yeah, decision tried- was all of that? Did you guys uh, uh, we- talk about uh, that? Was, Dan, had, Dan had a lot to do with that. We were trying to see fun, you know, fun visuals for once the TV cameras were being put in and what would just be fun to have where, you know, where people can not only listen to us, but whoever's watching on TV can feel like they're hanging out with us and they're just part of the Dan Patrick show gang. And, you know, we remember being in our little cubicles at Bristol at ESPN and, right. think, of, and think of how everybody works, you know, for the most part and kind of generic, you know, I don't want to say boring, but, you know, bland kind of environments where you know, it's not necessarily the most fun place. And, you know, there are times where you're kind of distracted, but I think distracted in a good way, as long as we're loose yeah. and having fun and you're shooting hoops and you're hitting golf balls and, and you know, there's pinball machines and there's pool tables and all these things. I just, I never thought in a million years, like, I'd be working in that type of environment where all that stuff was going on and you're talking sports three hours a day every day with, you know, if I'm doing my job right, you know, the newsmakers and the biggest names in sports and celebrity and we're, we're just having fun and laughing and sometimes you're like, this is, this is really a job? This is what we're, we're doing? This is great. You went from the Soviet Union to Turks and Caicos. <laughs> All right, listen to me. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's uh, there's diehards. Uh, some football facts uh, that even diehards might not know. First football game played in 1869. Average game ball typically in play for only 11 minutes. Finally, pizza consumption rates go up during the week of a big game. You may have known that, but here's another fact you might not have known. That's really useful, especially if you plan on tailgating. True car. Also helps people get used cars. That's right. True Car isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you're going to enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience, whether you buy new or used. And with True Car, users can see what others paid so they know if they're getting a good deal before buying. They're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with True Car certified dealers. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, check out True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Okay, listen to me, guys. All my listeners, I got a bona fide sports producer here, Fearless Booker. Time for Advice Corner. Actual takeaway for my listeners from experienced producer and booker Todd Fritz from the Dan Patrick Show. All right, listen to me. I'm going to ask you some questions. Answer them as honestly as you can. What's the best attitude to have booking a show? What's the chief primary attitude to have when you're booking a show? Uh, I would. That, that's that's a good one. I, I would say. Thank you. Con- I would say confidence, uh, lots of confidence. I know you need one word, so I have to go confidence. And if I had a second word, if you'll humor me, I would say enthusiasm. you got to, and it's easy with the Dan Patrick Show, but whatever program you're working on or whatever you're selling, for lack of a better word, you want the person on the other end, whether I'm writing an email or leaving a voicemail or, or however I'm texting or communicating with someone, I want them to know that this is the show to be on. This is something that they should agree to be a part of. And I, no matter who I'm going after, no matter how controversial the guest or the topic is or things that he or she may not want to talk about. I know Dan's going to handle it in a very professional, classy way, and I always feel like if someone's going to do any interview at all, if they're going to pick one exclusive interview, that the smart way to go would be to uh, agree to come on the Dan.
Dan Patrick here, and that's always been my attitude when I'm inviting someone on. So confidence and enthusiasm. So you're even if you're booking my show, you're trying to book it like it's the Dan Patrick show. What's a red flag for you that a segment you booked uh, may be going south? Oh, that's that's very easy. If we're a whether it's, it could be a combination of a poor phone line or a guest that's giving one or one word answers or just kind of mumbling and just doesn't seem into it like they're doing us a favor or we didn't yeah. do enough research to find out if someone is a good interview. Dan will kind of give me that look. In an interview that normally goes 8 to 10 to 12 minutes in a segment, all of a sudden he's wrapping it up in about 3 or 4 minutes, and then he'll call me to the other side of the glass, which is not something you want with Dan to be invited <laughs> to the other side of the glass when we get a commercial break. And he'll, you know, let you have it. Not in a vicious, mean way, but, you know, we, you yeah. know, I, you know, I, I, reminding me he's not a dentist, he can't pull teeth, and that was just a disaster. And, you know, why did, why did you put that person on or convince me that this person would be a good guest? And I've learned the hard way. You know, I'd better talk to the sports information director or an agent yeah. or a publicist or someone that covers the team. You know, make sure this, especially if it's a young guy that's like in, in college or a young woman, like make sure this person can you know, be good on the air yeah. and be personable and, and answer in full senses or else it's going to be awful and it's going to put Dan in a horrific position, which has happened. Fritzy on the other side of the glass, they're getting out the stretcher. Last question, what's a good sign that you have your boss's confidence? For all my listeners, it doesn't matter what their job is, whether they uh, work in the insurance business or they're booking a sports show. What's a good sign? Uh, what's, what was the first sign for you that you really had Dan's confidence? Uh, I, you know, he called me personally after we were working together just for a short period of time, and he basically took the time to say, I mean, I'm glad you're aboard. And he's not one to give out a lot of compliments, and that's not a, a bad thing. He saves his praise for when it's really warranted. So when he gives you any type of compliment, you know it's worth a lot. He's not uh, constantly patting you on the back, and he doesn't believe in that and giving you high fives. But when he calls me personally, and even to this day, if he takes me over to the side or even leaves me a quick message saying, you know, great job getting so-and-so, or, uh, you know, that was, that was the smart guest to have that day or that was a good idea or you know just just something just something quick like that it could be a quick little text or an, or some kind of wink or of, of acknowledgement that, right. you know, and that makes you feel really good it's like you know i know the whole world was going after that guy and you stayed with it and got him on the show and he makes it he makes us aware when he appreciates something extraordinary that's happened not just your everyday hey good job today he wants when he gives you praise you know he wants it to count and that's why he'll uh, you know just give it out to occasionally when it's really something special that we accomplished Beautiful. That advice corner brought to you by U-Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Hey, listen to me, sports time. Boy, it's a hot time of year. We got everything going on. Uh, if you've been keeping up on our uh, on our um, uh, betonline.ag uh, podcast one sports net challenge, I am, I believe, way out in first place. I had another undefeated week, so I don't know what the hell everybody else is doing. From Shaq to Rob Riggle to Adam Carolla, I don't know what the hell they're doing. But I'm a, like literally like 19-1 and one my last four weeks, so here's the only picks you need. My week seven picks, the Chargers, KC, Philly, Jacksonville, and New England. Me and Rob has a podcast correctly picked all five games right last week, but he didn't do it three weeks in a row like me. So just follow Chet. Listen to me. Um, 
I need your help making picks. Uh, incidentally, if you listen to the podcast, uh, send them in. Because every week I win, I'll get to give some uh, like $100 certificates and credit to Bet Online. And this week we did it again, won the challenge. I'm happy. BetOnline.ag has given me credit. So five of you can win $100 in credits. All you got to do is send me a tweet using hashtag SportsNetChallenge. Send Chet Waterhouse a tweet using hashtag SportsNetChallenge and your account name. Five lucky net listeners going to win 100 bucks in free credits and uh, dumped right into your account. So send those tweets in now. If you don't have a BetOnline account yet, get one created and send in your tweets. Visit BetOnline.ag and don't forget to use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% signing bonus. And to get one of these $100 dealies, man. This is a big deal. Nobody gives me 100 bucks. October means one thing in sports excitement. NFL, college football, Major League Baseball playoffs, every pitch, swing, play. Man, you don't want to miss any of it. And head over to betonline.ag to make your online wages and take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Use promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today. That's PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook and the exclusive partner of the Podcast One Sportsnet. All right, my uh, my guest Todd Fritz, executive producer, Booker on, uh, on of course, the Dan Patrick Show. And uh, let me see what I got here. Oh, it's time for the Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. These are sports takes ripped right from today's unsubstantiated Twitter feeds. Fire number one, Todd Fritz is going to answer for me. Executive producer Booker from the Dan Patrick Show. Patrick Mahomes, Todd, did he prove Sunday night he should be considered the best new young quarterback in the league? Without a doubt, he is. Stuck it to my Broncos in Denver in prime time when they were Broncos were up ten and he found a way to uh, beat us. I am unfortunately all in on Patrick Mahomes, even though he's a uh, kicking Denver's butt in the AFC West. Beautiful fire number two. Why can't we find a friggin' baseball game when we want to watch it? Why are the logistics of televised baseball so complicated? I think they're doing a poor job, and they need to address that. We were just talking about that after the show today. That you know, tonight you know, there's game three with the Brewers and the Dodgers, and then the, you know, then the next game, obviously, with the series shifting to Houston Red Sox. After sometimes it's on TBS, sometimes it's, is it on MLB Network? Is it on Fox Regular? Is it Fox Sports One? It's it's very clear where you find the NFL games, and even to a certain extent the basketball games with NBA on TNT and right. NBA TV. But baseball, that 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 is a significant problem, and you're flipping around, and unless you go to the Directv Sports Mix or something to find where the games are actually being played live, it's, it's hard to know where those games are. And it's just it's, they really need to address that sooner than later. Yeah, it was on C-SPAN Sports last week. Fire number three! Is PGA Golf even more corporate than it used to be? They're selling advertising on, like, the glove Velcro. How come we can't still have the Bing Crosby clam bake? Why is everything now so corporate in the PGA? Yeah, I wish we went back to simpler times, and now, you know, it's on the NBA jerseys now and everything. It's just like, it's a little too much where, like, everything is sponsored. I know baseball tried to do something a few years back where they were promoting, like, I think the Spider-Man movie, and they wanted to have, like, webs on the bases. It's just, it's getting a little, it's getting a little out of hand. I understand it's all about making a buck, but once it gets to the point where it looks like a total sellout and there's just ads all over the place, it kind of ruins the experience a little bit and the, uh, I don't know, the specialness of why we're watching the game in the first place. And finally, fire number four! For the Denver Broncos fan working as a mole inside the Dan Patrick show, is Case Keenum the guy in Denver? 
he's not the answer, and I, I wish he was, but it's not going well, and Good everyone's brother. upset with everyone's upset with L.A. and that you know how come he's not a he was such a great quarterback how come he's not a better evaluator of talent with the Simeons and the Osweilers and look it's just it's ugly they've lost four games in a row and it's just not getting it's just and then they went five and eleven they made fire Vance Joseph and this was a proud team that just won the Super Bowl against the Panthers a few years ago and they're going very uh, very much in the wrong direction they better figure something out soon. Two-word answer, Todd Fritz. <laughs> Johnny Manziel. That fiery four brought to you by Unpotable Water. The thirstier you are, the more potable it gets. Now, listen to me. Uh, you've listened to the show. I understand. Uh, you, uh, you, have a, you have a little pop quiz for me. Could be anything. Sports, music, uh, medicine. Doesn't matter what they are. So long as they have a solid answer, you can even take your time and just come up with it right now. Three questions is all we need because that makes uh, usually I can limp my way to one and one. And then there's a rubber question. Uh, so if you got a pop quiz, I'm all ears. Okay, what, when is it too early to have a nice plate of chicken palm with pasta on the side? Oh, yeah, that's never too early, because it depends how late you stay up. And if you're Italian and you have an Italian mom, you have to eat it anytime, day or night, because an Italian mom's goal is to overfeed you and overfeed you and overfeed you until <laughs> literally your chest bursts, your heart flies out, you're dead, your heart is on the sidewalk, but her name is etched in the side of it. Then she's happy. That's a fantastic answer. Okay, uh, number two I have for you. If your wife falls asleep way too early and it's like 9, 30, 10 o'clock on a Friday night or a Saturday night, is it okay to go into the guest room and flip around to Cinemax and uh, whatever else you can uh, amuse no. yourself with? And not no, no, let me stop you there. No, it is never okay. No, no, no. And here's why. You don't know as much about the computer as you and she'll oh, find, she'll find, find out what you've been yes. Don't take the chance. You've got to have memory banks dedicated to this. You should know that, having spent a ton of your career in Bristol, <laughs> Connecticut, for God's sake. All right, I believe I'm 2-0, and oh, but let's go for the rubber question okay. anyway. Okay, the finale, I'm going to keep it in the uh, in the female and the, in the wife category. And uh, I don't know what I'm allowed to get away with. I'll try to keep it as clean as possible. And uh, I have the utmost respect for your program, and I don't want uh, any FCC violations. Yeah, and brother, it's, uh, here it goes. Something, it's something that's been on my mind. Um, if you're in the middle of lovemaking and you feel like, you know, she may throw the flag because, you know, I'm not the slimmest of guys. I'm, I'm not obese, but I could definitely lose 15, 20 pounds easily and not be wasting away. How concerned should I be about her throwing the flag if I use all of my body weight on top of her as opposed to having to kind of slide off of her in the middle, which would be a little awkward and you may throw your back out? Right. Trying to figure out the best way to handle that. Well, there's, there's two answers to this question. It's an A and a B. A, don't use a position in which your body weight could potentially kill your lovemaking partner. <laughs> and or B... Get a training staff. Tony Garaffalo in with the xylocane. He's spraying down Todd Fritz's groin and his <laughs> wife's pelvic area. They should be ready to go in about three minutes while we take a break. You take a break in the action for a Schlatzman's malt liquor. It's taconite filtered for your protection. Todd Fritz, oh my goodness, that was fun. Uh, huge thanks to, uh, to Todd and, of course, uh, special thanks for keeping your name to two syllables. That's really easy for me to follow. <laughs> follow him on Twitter at Brooklyn Fritzy and catch him every day 
on the Dan Patrick Show, which, of course, is on DirecTV's Audience Network, Channel 239, Monday, Friday, 9 a.m., noon to Eastern. It's on the Dan Patrick Podcast. Uh, you're everywhere, man. So uh, that show, danpatrick.com, just go to danpatrick.com and figure out the easiest way for you to digest Dan Patrick, and you'll see and hear the great Todd Fritz, who, incidentally, behind the scenes, helps book maybe the strongest sports show uh, out, out there uh, in the internets. And, of course, uh, follow, my, uh, follow my buddy, comedian uh, Jeff Cesario, at Real Jeff Cesario, and follow me on Twitter, at Chet Waterhouse. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, support my sponsors, and get your Halloween candy today. You're going to thank me. Okay, listen to me. If you, if you, if you like my show, you're going to love the Dennis Miller option on Podcast One. As election season heats up, Dennis is gearing up with his own snarky brand of common sense and unapologetic opinion. Check out the Dennis Miller option every Tuesday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcast. Man, that dude is an all-star. All right, listen, if you want more of me this weekend, my listeners and Todd, I'll be in Blurry Mountain, Wyoming, for the T-shirt cannon biathlon. The Finns are the team to beat. Last year, they almost hit two targets. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain. Hey, folks, Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. That's right, free. Watch over 100 TV channels, thousands of movies on demand, all for free. No credit card needed. No sign-up. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again. Download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today.